This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. Just take a little bit every now and then. All right, you guys ready to start? Mm-hmm. All right, part two. All right, all right. Welcome to part two, Oktoberfest beer brawl, beer brawl twenty-seven. Uh, this is the second part of our Oktoberfest blind tasting. Uh, for those of you who listened to the first part, we had a very interesting. Uh, number of German and American Oktoberfest beers, which we uh, all got wrong. <laughs> I, th- I, think we, I think we got no hit on that round there. Yeah, Over we got 18. no hits. That's okay. Eight, 18 up, 18 down. <laughs> <laughs> so joining us again for the part two, we have uh, Jay Phillips from uh, Sam Adams. And uh, Kevin, once again, from the Liquor Outlet, is here again. Do you, and, think, uh, do you think your listeners are getting tired of hearing my voice? Nah. <laughs> You're only on a couple podcasts. I think they're all getting tired of my voice. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we listen for your voice. It's, uh, they're like, damn it, that guy from Liquor Outlet again. Yeah. But you guys got good beer, so uh, can't help it. Well, we try. You know, Good beer. Yeah, if, you, if you're in Putin, come check out the Liquor Outlet, because uh, they got a... Uh, Say it. Shitload of beer. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, F- no FCC here. Screw you. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you know, talk. You talk about a wall of beer. They literally have a wall full of beer, and a cooler that's almost a wall long, full that, of beer. That 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 cooler. I need I need three more doors, and I'd be a happy. What, what, happy how many camper. doors do you have there? You have like twelve. I have twenty. Twenty. I think there's 18 in that, and then there's... You have the four doors over there with the... I've uh, got the wine. I've got wine. four doors of the wine, and I'm slowly trying to take over those, and it's not going over well with our wine manager. So you have 18 coolers, or 18, 18 windows. doors, of- and I've got a whole separate cooler just for barrels. Yeah. You guys do have a lot of barrels. You know what this, what this world needs, though? Talking about barrels, what this world needs is probably more companies to make sixtles. Yeah, sixtles is a wonderful thing. I don't really care for quarters anymore. you got to have halves for the bars and sixtles for the... For the guy with the kegerator, the home bar. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you've got three taps in a home bar, it's a lot easier putting three sixels in there than it is. I have three, three taps in my home bar. <laughs> how many how many sixels can you fit in there? Three. They're all home brews though. But they're 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 uh, but five bruise, gallon cornies. But but brews nonetheless. They're my brews. <laughs> I've had all some right. I've had some of your brews and they are some tasty brews. So this oh, thank you. So this one we're doing um, the first one we did three Americans and three German beers. This time around, we've ended up with four German beers and two Americans. So we have the uh, Hofbrau, Erdinger, Eier, and Weinhestafaner. I can't. I can never get over saying that. <laughs> Think about it every time I say it. <laughs> it's so much fun to say when you say yeah, it. You know? I'm just glad I'm not saying it because I would miss it. Like, and, and then <laughs> for the American, <laughs> the Americans, we have Victory and Otter Creek. So. Well, before we get started, there's there's one one reason why this is an interesting group, is that out of all the Germans, the four Germans we have, only one of them is actually brewed within the city limits of Munich. So none of them else are the Hofbräu, and that's that is uh, the only one out of this whole group that has a tent. We're not, whereas the last group, part one, all of those have tents. Mm, interesting. Um, now, Aaron, so so why why is it that uh, 
they, these other ones don't have tents. You have to be brewed within city limits to get yourself a tent at the Oktoberfest. So, sorry, Einger, Erdinger, Weinstefader. Now, Weinstefader is known for making some of the best beers I've ever had. Yeah. And to be... Well, I mean, that's a brewery. It's been around for 1,090 years now? Or 900 yeah. years. Yeah. 900, 900 years. plus. Yeah. Getting close to that 1,000 mark. Yeah. Wow, now, imagine that being a brewery be able to celebrate yeah, your 1,000th anniversary. It's <laughs> a millennium right there. Imagine how many bottles of beer has come out of that place. A little mind-numbing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many, how many people... <laughs> okay. <laughs> how many people got smashed? Um, now, this, the Americans, the two Americans, the victory is more of a traditional style. And the Otter Creek is interesting in that it's... But they, they have a, a brand new, I was just talking to uh, Rob Emmer from uh, Otter Creek Brewing, and he said that the Otter Creek Oktoberfest is different in that they're using an ale yeast, everything else is Bavarian, and the water purification, they're using Vermont water, but they spent $300,000 on a purification system that can eliminate all the chemicals, minerals, and everything that's inside your typical um, Vermont water. And then you can add compounds and minerals to wow. to get to your Bavarian water. So, so if you're taking like uh, you know New Jersey water, here you can add the raw sewage and the uh, yeah. If you wanted to make sulfur. a Jersey, if, if you wanted if you wanted to make a Jersey beer when you live in California, it's possible. Yeah. But what I want to know is, if I moved out to Colorado, would I be able to mimic Jersey water and make myself Jersey pizza? There's some money and is there that, for you. And is that worth three hundred thousand dollars, or would I have to just brew Jersey beer well, in Colorado? Apparently, there's a, a a pizza place in Arizona that actually has um, water from Brooklyn sent to them. Interesting. So to make their pizza dough. Really? I wonder what that costs? I don't know. It's got to be the, very expensive. Did you, you think over over ten years it would add up to three hundred thousand dollars? You're like, you know what? I could have just had that filtration system all along. All right, so we're doing uh, Oktoberfest beers. Like I said, this is part two. This this time here, we have I have a bit of trivia for you guys. Let's see if you can uh, answer this question. Outside of Munich, where is the largest Oktoberfest celebration? It's very easy, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> very good. Mind you, and this is a very shameless plug, <laughs> the home city of our founder, Jim Cook. All right. Really. But apparently the uh, Cincinnati one is starting to actually might be a little bit larger than the Munich one. Why well, not? Becoming or has become very big. I know the Oktoberfest they have in Germany, uh, which actually is going to be celebrating its 200th year next year uh, anniversary, um, has roughly I think four and a half to five million visitors yeah. annual. Um, that's over the 16, sometimes 18 days, depending on what what Sunday the last uh, last day it falls on, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a bit. I mean, I know there's several hundred thousand people per day that are going yeah. in and out of those tents. Um, and most of the tents- That's a lot of beer to be dispensing. <laughs> but most of those tents, the, the largest tent only seats like 10,000 people. You know, actually I, I was, you know, like you, I did a little research. The largest tent ever at Oktoberfest only held 12,000 people. Wow. And it was something where you figured to be, you know, you figured like there'd be, all right, Kevin's getting his research. Oh, there he is. He's getting his, he's getting, he printed he's his getting, research. He's getting his, he's getting his I papers. Came, I came prepared to this one. What can I say? Unfortunately, it's blind, so I'm not going to have a chance to give you a description for but, every beer. But, 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 but you figure, because you, you see so many of these, you know, uh, Oktoberfest being portrayed, whether they're movies or television shows, and you see these wild, crazy, drunk people 
Uh, it's almost like Girls Gone Wild meets, uh, you know, <laughs> meets German beer. <laughs> I, I'm going to go one year. I'm going to be there. Maybe next year. No, probably not. Probably is already sold out by this year. It's just 200 well, anniversary. Actually, in a, in a, yeah, 200 anniversary. Yeah, I mean, you, the hotels are probably sold out already yeah. by, by now. Oh, I mean, if you just want to live the true Oktoberfest, you know, lifestyle, I just, you know, sleep in the streets. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Drink till you pass out. <laughs> well, I actually, there was someone was telling me because I had a friend who went to Oktoberfest, and he was telling me that there's there's a uh, a drunk tank. By the way, Wikipedia has it if you're looking for it. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got all my information. But uh, God, look, I love Wikipedia. <laughs> thank God. But um, there's a there's a drunk hill where they actually take people who pass out during the the whole festivities, and they just take people and just roam like on top of one another and it's like maybe like you know maybe about 100 people would pass out in the course of the day and they all wake up like next to each other almost like a, a i don't want to say a uh say, say that word right there uh, i can't beer lichen beer lichen beer lichen means german for beer corpses beer corpses <laughs> wow beer corpses i mean that's, that's that's something else i mean they they throw them and then they deal with them no, it's actually it's a medical tent where they uh treat the sick people oh, really? so speaking of that I, I wanna, I wanna, it's, it's that Here's universal healthcare water. they have in Europe, right? <laughs> so, so we are actually sitting at an authentic, yes, authentic Oktoberfest table. This came out of the Hacker Short tent from yep. uh, 2007. Um, no, no, where did you come? Where did you get this table? I mean, this is a really cool table. For for obviously you can't see it, I think but we, I think we you know a, it's we gonna sell a lot of Hacker Short. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. Um, Thank God it was one of our highest rated from the last group. But uh, no, um, even though none of us guessed it, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, was the high, one of the highest uh, ones we had. It's, it's definitely uh, an interesting table. This was actually used 2007, and um, it came from uh, our local Budweiser distributor, High Grade Beverage. So good, thank you to uh, John Tappen for looking out. And this is a pretty cool, pretty cool table. They're small, you know, just enough room to, you know, there's not enough room on this table to, as far as lengthwise or depth, to like fit a meal, but there's plenty of room for beer bottles. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> You've got the, the Hacker Fessel, the tent, seats 6,900 people inside and 2,400 outside of the tent. So I can't imagine the table's being much bigger than this. Uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, it's, a, it's like a picnic bench. It's like half, the table itself is like half size of a picnic bench. But uh, all right, let's move on. We got our first beer sitting in front of us. Like I said, this is a blind tasting. We have no clue what we're drinking except for the six beers that I uh, said earlier. We know it's one of the six, hopefully. We know the names and not that's it. What's we in the glass? The well, glass is just numbered. And, and I think what Kevin was saying before, I think is notice uh, noticeable about these beers is two of them are going to be ales. Yeah, correct. Two, two of them are going to be ales, and one of the ales is going to be a a, a Weizen. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be that's going to be very interesting, and two of the, but we will see when we get there when we talk about the color and the and the mouthfeel things like that. We'll definitely know who's who. I don't know about you, but I, I, do you have anything on the aroma on this beer? <laughs> I'm getting like a little bit of grain, and that's about yeah, a slight a slight toasty honey note to it. But that's whoa, whoa. party foul. First <laughs> first one of many. <laughs> First ever, I think, in uh, yeah, in here, yeah. There we go. So anyway, uh, as Kevin's dumping his beer over us, 
Um, yeah, I think Kevin's actually aiming for the dump bucket. He didn't yeah. like that one too much. <laughs> I was aiming for it and missed by what an inch. Maybe about two feet. <laughs> 20 but better luck next time. No, I just, I can, I mean, it's, it looks nice. The beer looks nice. It's got a little bit of a reddish hue to it, coppery in color. You know, the. Lots of honey. The, lots of really? grain. Yeah. It's, it's, definitely not, got a, it's definitely got a sweet nose to it. Yeah, it's, I, I was It's got a slightly sweet nose, but I'm just not picking up the, those aromas. Weedy. I mean, I'm getting a, I, I know exactly it's who this is. Honey. Really? So, so someone will go one for something? Uh. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. This is this is German. It's 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 a balanced it's a balanced beer on the palate. I don't know. I love I'm the just, I love I'm the color. Sure about that because it's 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 very it's, it's, it's very it's first of all it's flat tasting. Yeah, well, it's kind of watery. I was I was thinking water, it's but yeah, thin, it's not it's a lot thin. of carbonation. Yeah, it's very very thin. thin. Thin tasting. I, I I don't get anything. I don't get any lingering. You get a slight bitterness to the end, but yeah, it is extremely watery. I, just, I mean, it just goes along with the aroma, you know, very, I mean, you guys are picking up stuff, there's a little bit in there, but, you I'm know, really it just kind of matches the I'm aroma. Really, I'm really concentrating on this guy, but I know, I know who it is, and this is, uh... No, no real hop to it, mm -hmm. slight maltiness, a slight toastiness. It's got I mean, a bitter finish. Everything is slight yeah, it, in this it, beer. It's, it's a it's a lingering bitterness there, yeah. Kevin, I when do you say, when you, As you say slight, I'm thinking balanced. You know, because everything, oh. everything in it is slight, so it might as well be slightly balanced. Well, I guess it was slightly balanced, yeah. I yeah, mean, but one <laughs> flavor is not dominating over another one, so yeah, technically, I guess it would be balanced. Yeah. But there's not a lot to it. I mean, the mouthfeel is low, it's, the it's a aroma is low, the yeah. flavors are low. Because if, if you had a decent malt body to it, which this beer doesn't really have, it would be well balanced. I think, I think, I think it's, it's, it it's skewed, if anything. Oh, wait, what's that? What's that? I take it back. This is American. This is... <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm, I'm reserving judgment on this one. I'm making a guess. I'm writing it down, but I'm not saying. <laughs> it does have that sweetness to it. I, I get. I get so much as grain, honey, and wheat. But I, I feel this is a German now, just because of the 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 nose. You would get the hops though. You know, I'm I'm just doing. Yeah. We, we screwed up the last. <laughs> I think I think no one here really wants to say what they think it is, yeah. but all right. we all have an opinion. All right, we can move on to the the next beer then. And I mean, I, I think overall this is a fairly disappointing. Beer. Yeah, it's. it's you now I'm gonna put a number there, and I'm good. This could be the dog of the bunch. Who knows? We might have a lot of dogs. <laughs> this, I guess, this is an interesting group. So. Well, I think we're going to be able to hopefully pick out the the two ales of the group. Well, this, this is, you know, this beer is fairly, it's a lot lighter than a lot of the other ones we've had. I mean, it's kind of getting more into that golden color. You know, kind of dent, the head is fairly dense. The bubbles are a little small in this one. Um, and it's kind of sticking around for a little bit. You know, just by the color alone, I would tend to kind of venture towards a, a German beer, which I think I got like a 60% chance of being right on that. <laughs> Since we only have two American beers, but uh, you know, still the same thing. This very low aroma profile. You know, it's 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 grainy, and that's about it. I, I'm 
I'm like dying for anything. Like, give me some honey. Oh, there's, there's a bit of sweetness. Yeah, there's there's it's like sweet I get that, that honey, um, a little bit of maltiness, and definitely got that uh, that noble hop spice really? on the back. Oh, oh, with the, with the actual drink. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, on, on the on the I'm not getting the honey on the aroma, but in the, in the taste, I can. I think the finish pick is, it up. I think the finish is pleasant and not disappointing. You know, it's like it's not overly strong finish. It's no, this nice, is um, this yeah. is like a session beer. Yeah, I mean, this is it's got enough flavor to it be pleasing to drink, but it's very light, and you feel like you can just kind of pound these back. I mean, I like that noble hop. I definitely agree with that. The lighter color, I I like too. It does have a nice. It goes from sweet to spicy uh, spinach. Yeah, which I do like because you can you can definitely get that. All right, or 30 seconds, so I'll be quick. I but I actually, the, f the thing too is, um, Peter, as well, I, this is a, it's a little, it's not a, a thin mouthfeel like the one before it was. No. I feel it's a little thicker, but it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, like you're saying, like it doesn't fill you up. So I think No, you, it's, it's a definitely, it's like a drinking beer. This mm -hmm. is, I would think, a, a German, definitely a German beer, um, or at least in that traditional style of a German beer. You know, where you can drink a lot of it, mm -hmm. you know, and it's got some pleasing flavors. Oh, and here they come. I'm just, I'm right. just, I, I just, I just find it, uh, like we were talking before with Kevin that, you know, I understand, you know, I'm from Sam Adams, like, you know, we're, we're, we brew a lot of traditional German, a lot of traditional English beers. Right. Um, we never really go down that Belgian path, but the... You know, the ale usually res is reserved for the pumpkin. Mm -hmm. what, what, what do you feel is the true American beer that's sort of the fall beer? Because the, originally the pilgrims were brewing beers with like like uh, uh, squash what, and Whatever pumpkin. they could find because, I mean, you know, it was, they needed, uh, they wanted a fermentable beverage. I mm -hmm. mean, they, it, you know, things were pretty sparse, mm -hmm. you know. You got, uh, they probably made stuff out of, you know, squashes, potatoes, mm -hmm. um, corn, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they had. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I wouldn't know what a traditional American fall beer mm -hmm. really is. And I don't think pumpkin ale mm -hmm. is necessarily in that category. I think it's kind of become that way. But, they, you know, people have been only really producing pumpkin beers for 15 years. Yeah, no, I... I so, I mean, since 85, yeah. you know... You know, I, I see it a lot in the marketplace. I guess uh, that's 25 years. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 <laughs> my math. We, 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 we actually, this, this, we no, just, keep, we're going to be celebrating. Years or, yeah, we're going to be 25 years this year. But, I mean, there's been beers. I mean, uh, Sierra's been around since 1980, and Angersteen, I mean, it's been around since 1967. I, I mean, you want a, a West Coast beer? California oh. Common. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, I, I don't really know what would be a... You know, traditional American beers. I don't really know if there's much besides or, or, California. Or at, least, at least for a, at least for a fall beer in that sense, because I mean, we we see so many people imitate the, the Germans' interpretation is. Yeah. What's in America? Because I, I I've been reading a lot um, in just different publications. They're in like, oh, pumpkin beer. That's the that's the American I, I, I version of an Oktoberfest. I mean, it it. it but the thing is, Oktoberfest beers are widely enjoyed by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. right? Pumpkin, pumpkin's pumpkin are very beers, specialized it's, it's people a special, that buy it. It's a mm -hmm. specialty beer, mm -hmm. and very, I would say, less of a population percentage-wise enjoy pumpkin beers 
than those who don't. Mm -hmm. So you 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 got a kind of a swap here. Whereas a lot of people enjoy Oktoberfest. <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of people who don't like pumpkin beers uh -huh. or fruited beers. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would not say that, or I would argue against pumpkin beer being a traditional American fall beer. Mm -hmm. I, I guess, yeah, we're the only ones making it, so you mm -hmm. got that case. But a lot of people don't like them. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to mm -hmm. Oktoberfest, where you know you get a wide percentage of people who actually like Oktoberfest beers, mm -hmm. and that's why there's so many of them, and they've been making them for so long and so forth. But now, on this, we're up to sample three or sample nine total. Sample mm -hmm. nine. Um, this is the third one of part two. Now, this one I get chocolate. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a pretty good chocolate note on this beer, even. Oh no! It's not, it's it's like a malt malt chocolate, like th a malt ball. I I, th I think we may be coming up to our. <laughs> ale. Where are those breeze malt balls? I'm, really, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think this might be our ale here. Look at the color. Yeah. Look at the. Because I get I get some fruity notes in there too. Yeah. Look, the color is really appealing. Like that's. It's not too dark. It's not too because, light. It's like just. The, yeah, this is an ale for sure. Because it kind of looks like Sam Adams yeah. Lager. Well, this yeah, it, it does have that sort of amber color to it. Um, you know, but it doesn't have that robust or that real thick, creamy head. Yeah. Like I was saying with the, uh, you know, the ales, you know, how how this is done, it sounds like a, like a, how they would brew a stock ale, where you're using ale yeast, but you're you're conditioning at lager temperature. I'm going out on a line saying I think this might be the Otter Creek. I, yeah. I agree. I really I, think I, this would be the Otter because uh, it's got a different flavor on the palate, and that's definitely a tribute. You know, that's the yeah. Yeast. This is definitely the uh, the ale here. I, I, but it but does have a nice crispness to it. Yeah. Nice, a, a, a decent body. Um, it's, it's it's it's. Oh, it's got. At least fruit. you don't it's, get the chocolate and the flavor. You get a lot. Is. You get a lot of fruit in here too. I get apricot in here. I'm this not sure is if you this guys is get this that. is definitely an interesting. Uh, sort of like letter peach. It's definitely fruity. I would say for the style, it's not exactly an Oktoberfest oh, style, no. but you get the chocolate. Like I get the chocolate in the like middle of, of of it. It's a little bit, you know. It's not. It's not a dominant flavor. For it's, sure. got, it's got a nice amount of hop. It, it's fairly yeah. hoppy. Yeah. It is yeah. a fairly hoppy beer. It's probably the hoppiest beer we've had so far. I wouldn't put the IBUs anywhere near uh, near an IPA. No, no, but no, no. But you're probably talking thirty. Say, yeah, 25, 25 to thirty, like yeah. that area. I, I, I do, I do think this is. I don't know if it's really an Oktoberfest, but you know, like. It's that, yeah. that, that you know that yeast really did really makes an interesting change to a beer like this. If, the, if yeah. this is Yotter Creek, it's definitely the yeast that are, it's making yeah. a difference. I mean, but, yeah, the fruity the fruitiness is definitely coming out. Yeah, but I, I also too think that this does well. It's it's, it's a it's very a creamy, clean, crisp <laughs> beer. Yeah, clean, crisp, and 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 creamy too. Yes. Yeah, really pushing the bounds of what mm -hmm. Oktoberfest is. Yeah. I yeah. think that this is more of a, a this is an interpretation. Yes. Actually, most of these beers are interpretations, so we're definitely this. This is in the right group. Mm -hmm. I really get a kick out of it, though. I'll tell you what; it's definitely like <laughs> yeah, the apricot. It, it, I do. I, I do. You, you it, get there's, that? In yeah. Uh, I, I, after a couple sips, it really started to. It, it's sort become of reminiscent of uh, you know you get that when you drink Magic Hat. Yeah. You know, number nine. Number nine. You get that nice, like fruity, like very okay. like uh, you know the the, the 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 you know peach flavors, apricot. 
and I think this is where you have the ale. I mean, it's this got is, a good, good lingering bitterness to it, which I, yeah. which I enjoy as well. I, I'm having a hard time rating this beer because I don't think it really, it's not really falling into the style, but it's actually a pretty good beer. I think it tastes pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate it and give it an asterisk, like we're you know rating. Uh, Roger Maris' 61 home runs. I would say Barry Bonds, but that guy, I don't think they're ever going to make it into it. Yeah. Oh, well, here we go. I think, we, I think we're going back-to-back, back, uh, belly to belly, as uh, John Sterling would say, with the ales. Wow. Oh, I know which one this is. Yes, yes. This is Unfiltered. The, uh, yep. Oh, yeah, this is easy. I'm not even going to... I'm just going to look I mean, at we, it. We, we can look at it and tell exactly what it is. I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> it's the only one. This is the Airdinger for sure, you know. Cool, like unfiltered. Just, just what a cool. Uh... So what does this mean? So when you have a when you have an Oktoberfest, Weizen, what does that mean? Like, what what am I? I, I you know, but you. All right, so we're on, we're on sample <laughs> ten now, or uh, the fourth one in part two here, and we we don't even have to take. We don't even need to taste this one to tell exactly what it is. I mean, this is definitely the uh, the Hefeweiss in Oktoberfest. I mean, this is yeah. a cloudy, cloudy beer. I mean, there's there's no two parts about it that this that, is a Hefeweiss. The banana, the banana, the clove, the bubble gum, and the uh, chocolate, which is interesting, yeah. gives it so, away. I mean, it, it, I mean, without even question, this is the Erdinger. I mean, we don't need to debate this one, I don't think. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know. Do I rate this as a Hefe or do I rate this as an Oktoberfest? Or this is Oktoberfest, so yeah. they read it as Oktoberfest. And, well, but gotta, this has got this weird banana chocolate aroma. Do you have the, you have the ABV written over there for what this is? I'm, yeah. I want to know like what kind of a... What, right. what, what to well, I, didn't, I didn't actually roll down the ABVs of these. So uh, the... Uh, um, let's see here. The airing is a 5.8. Uh, 5.8. So the Hoffenbrau is a 6. Well, this is definitely... The Airdinger is a 5.6. Five six. Victory is five six, and the Otter Creek is four eight. And we have the Vinus Stuff Honor, which I don't know the ABV on, but it's probably somewhere matching that. Yeah, I don't have any information about the uh, the Fest beer except it's a seasonal brew for Erding's Erbstfestes, which <laughs> I guess that means our Autumn Festival. Uh, that's so it's really not an Oktoberfest; it's an Autumn Fest. Yeah. Well, the, like I said, these these some of these, uh, with yeah. the exception of Hofbräu. None of these uh, beers that we're tasting in this flight have anything to do with the Oktoberfest. They're not well, well, Victory, obviously, Otter Creek, obviously, but when it comes down to the Germans, Einger, Erdinger, and Weinstefaner, they're not welcome. You know, you had to be within the city limits, and if you're not, you're in your second flight. Well, this, this, I mean, this beer is, oh, I think I can guess the next one, too. <laughs> uh, this, this beer is just, it's almost bizarre to me. Because it's got kind of the flavors, some of the base flavors of the Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. But then you add like the banana and clove, you know, yeast esters to it as well. And it really kind of gives it a strange flavor, which is kind of oddly intriguing and disturbing to me at the same time. I don't, I don't know how to put it. It's just like a contradiction, you know. I find it to be like a strong Hefeweizen, but not necessarily a uh not necessarily an Oktoberfest. It's, it's got this chocolate this slight chocolate note on the aroma chocolate banana on the nose and not as much clove but it's still present 
I don't know. It's a little thin, too. I would think with Actually, all that. Actually, I thought it had the most body out of all the beers. Really? That, that we've had yeah, so I thought far. It had, I thought it had quite a bit of body and the carbonation yeah. I actually thought was up mine, there too. Mine, I, had, I really didn't get much carbonation at all mm. out of this beer. Um, I don't know, maybe mine was the first one in it so I didn't get the, the yeast mm -hmm. at the bottom. Oh, true. You know, I mean, you, it's, it's you, amazing with, with like? Hefeweizens, if you, if you don't pour, well, it's fine. if you don't get the yeast in there, it actually really changes yeah, the flavor does, of the beer. Would you like no, no, to, why don't we come back and revisit number 10? In a little bit, like after we get through, after we get through eleven and twelve, let's revisit number ten. Uh, I think this is more of a half than an Oktoberfest. It's it's malty, yeah. you know. It's it's not a bad tasting beer. It's kind of weird, but uh, this also gets an asterisk on my uh, yeah, because it's it's <laughs> it's such an oddball. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you what. It's an enjoyable oddball. Well, the last two beers we drank probably wouldn't be drank. Well, if they were within the city limits. They wouldn't be allowed because they're not they're ales. I think they would be allowed because they're within the city limits. I don't think there's any specific rule that says a beer at the Oktoberfest has to be, has to be a be. lager. It has to be. Is there? Is there a rule? I I would think. Well, I'm not saying that it's a general rule, but I know I know like a, a fest beer is a. Uh, I mean, there could be some sort of. Well, Erdinger, Erdinger is. I mean, you think of you think about the Germans. I mean, they're very strict in, in what beers you know. For <laughs> yeah. up up until yeah. the European Union busted up Reichsgebot, I mean, all you could brew in Germany for for domestic consumption was barley, hops. Unless your grandfather didn't yes. like Hofbräu. Oh, uh, <laughs> not yes. Hofbräu. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. And then, that, Schneider, that Schneider and Sohn. Schneider yeah. and Sohn. Yeah. And, all right, let's like, move on to number eleven here. <laughs> number eleven or number five on part two here. Uh, oh, this dang. is the Hofbrau. I mean, um, <laughs> this beer is uh, is very light in color. Very pale. It, it it almost glows. It's kind of so yellow. Uh, it's got a, a really white head to it. Actually, this is this is kind of dark for such a pale. <laughs> if, if, that, if that's no, no, I, 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 I see. It's it's almost like a golden. Yeah, it's golden color. This, but it, it's really bright. I mean. Yeah. You know, especially with that white head on there, yeah. and, and it really just smells uh, of grain, like uh, almost like an adjunct lager. Yeah. You know, stronger. It smells definitely. It's, it's got that. It's got that German. It smells like Heineken. Let's just, let's, just, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade here, guys. <laughs> no, this is. I was, I was trying to be a little bit subtle about first, it. First off, I can already tell you this is better than Heineken. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It, the taste is better than Heineken. But I'm just saying. I mean, you know, you you associate. You know certain beers. I mean, I mean, we all think this is Hofbrau. Hofbrau is in a green bottle, and you know, obviously, all of us know that when you're being imported from Germany in Ooh. green glass, the taste of malt. The taste of malt. You're gonna have some off, off, off uh, it, taste. It definitely have some weird flavors in there. It's that got just more of a shouldn't be there. It's got more of a bitter, bitter smell, smell. Though in here too. Yeah, it's just that lemongrassy kind of. Oh, but you do have a nice honey malt there. Yeah, so I think it's. I think this beer is kind of back, you know, backwards. I think that uh, you smell it. You smell the bitter, and you taste the malt, as opposed to the other way around. You know, I, I, I don't get a lot. This beer is really thin. There's, it's just not a lot of substance to this beer. And this it, is. It, um, it, I mean, it really just tastes like a plain lager. A, I mean, a typical German Helles. A little amped up. I think that it's the, a little maltier. It's a little maltier there's than... There's a little malt. It's definitely the, 
you know, you get the Pilsen malt in here. I'd love to get my hands on some uh, Augustiner right now and put that up against this and see what happens. Because Augustine, I wish I could get Augustiner Oktoberfest, but. I, I do get a lot of sweet honey though in this. I'm not getting a lot of sweetness. I'm getting some sweetness, but, but not like sweet honey. And there's no. It's just like it's, grain. You get the sweet honey feel to it, and then it just like, it stops probably about two seconds, and there's like nothing. Actually, you do get a little of that skunk bitterness or the, the hop bitterness or whatever type of hops they're using there. Um, now, now, being from Sam Adams, I imagine mm -hmm. you're pretty well versed in all the Bavarian hops and oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you guys, oh, you know, really. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know it's not in our advertising or anything. Like I that. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you go to uh, Bavarian hand pick your hops? <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. I wish uh, that I was able to. No, but uh, no. I mean, I'm pretty actually. Um, I know it's sort of one of those things where people overlook at it and like, oh, this guy's a hophead. But I mean, it's, I think it's a good thing to know because it's something that you can pick up on and uh, you could pick up in a beer. Like if something's very aromatic, you can say, hey, that's a, could be a how, I mean, most aromatic hops that we use mostly noble hops and those tend to be more aromatic. You know, the English hops tend to be more, you know, for the more like earthy sort of grassy flavored. Right. Um, and they tend to lend more towards like yeah. head retention. Yeah. And like creaminess. Exactly. And, and buttery mm -hmm. kind of flavors. And, and with, with our beers, like, you know, you, in our Boston lager, I mean, you know, you're drinking something with Haller Tallow in it because you, right off the bat, you get like some sort of like piney citrusy notes to it. And this, I think you can definitely get some sort of German Bavarian noble hop in here because you definitely get some sort of like, it may not be like fruit fruity or citrusy, but it's something that's like it, it's got a bit, a bit, a bit of spice to yeah, it. I mean, spice like, to like, it. like slightly peppery. Yeah, you know, which is typical for um, like the the Shizaz hops and you know. But I'm not. I'm finding this beer to be completely. Actually, I don't really like this beer at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be nice about it, but you know, this beer is. You know, half a step up from Heineken. What if we ever do that? What if we ever do that uh, bracket I've got set up over there? Do you imagine what that would be like? We we, we need to do like an adjunct lager. For all. <laughs> that's, that's the third time somebody suggested that about these podcasts. Like, you gotta do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I, I gotta I, talk to Peter about wait, this. You're one. talking about an adjunct lager? Yeah. I mean, do so it. How many adjunct lagers? I mean, if you take out light beers, how many adjunct lagers? No, we do Budweiser, Coors, Miller, Heineken, Corona. Well, not Corona. You know, the Corona's no, Corona's like not allowed. Corona's, a, Corona's like Frankenstein of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any Chemically kind of induced. Yeah. Actually, I think most of it's made in Wayne, New Jersey. Imagine that. But uh, I think you should you could you could squeeze in like a Modelo, you know. Which is a beer I keep at home. I, you know, I keep Modelo at home. Mm -hmm. And then you know, just just you know, I mean, if you get some of the Japanese PBR. beer, I mean, oh, you true. can get, you know, Sapporo, yeah, you know, Sapporo. Chinese yeah. beer, Qingdao, yeah. or something along those. lines. I mean, lines. those are all adjunct lagers. They use either Sing, rice or Singa. Dosekes or Singa. something. And this is why I didn't want you to jump to conclusions about oh, whether or not that. that was whether or not <laughs> that was actually Weinstefaner <laughs> or Hofbrei because we've just got thrown thrown a little screw. This one is just the same color. Curveball, it's a screwball. What did I say? Yes, we did jump. Yeah, this, this, this <laughs> is golden right here. <laughs> I guess we jumped to conclude. I jumped to conclusions on the last one. This is very carbonated. It's got a better aroma, though. 
I mean, this one here, it, it almost smells like a Pilsner. You know, it's got a slight grassy yeah, it and does, citrus. Yeah. Almost like a Bohemian Pilsner, like a Pilsner or Quell. I don't know if it's really an Oktoberfest, though. No. You know, it's, it's, it, sounds, it almost tastes like a Pilsner to me. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it definitely is, does. I mean, but aren't German Oktoberfest beers served at Oktoberfest like this, though? Yeah, they're they tend to be lighter. This is style. This is this is style. This is style. This is style. They're going towards in the last. This is what you've been drinking, you know. Yeah, what we've been drinking, like the darker ones. Is, I'm saying this is what we'd be drinking if we were at. If we were there, we would drink it something similar to last two. Yeah, this one and, and and number eleven would be most like what you're drinking. I think this is very familiar style and taste, huh? Yeah, t I mean, it tastes like um, a pilsner. I mean, it's malty. A little bit more malty than Pilsner is, but uh, it's got that definite spice finish so, to it. So crisp on the finish, too. Yeah, it's dry. It's a very dry beer. Starts with a W. <laughs> you you want to fill us in what that might be, Jay? Uh, you know what? <laughs> do you agree? Do, do, do yeah, you I, might, I might have to delegate. Pete, what do you think that? It's, it's, uh, green bottle. <laughs> this, this did not come out of a green bottle, did it? This did not come out of a green bottle. It came out of a brown bottle. <laughs> What's funny is I do drink a lot of beer that comes out of green bottles, and I've never really noticed a difference until you get to Heineken, and it's always Heineken. It's like God, it's got well, Grolsch. Grolsch, another Grolsch, one like yeah. Grolsch is awful. Well, I mean, Pilsner, awful. Pilsner Quell has the same uh, taste to it, but that's actually if you go to Heineken in Europe, I, I I haven't been in Europe in like eight years or whatever, but that's the flavor profile they serve everywhere. Yeah, that's what they serve in South America, you know, all across. So it's not like Let's give it to Americans. That's, that's what they serve to across the across the board. This is dry. And, I, I like this beer, but I'm not, it's not an Oktoberfest in my book. You know, it's just have a, it has it a little like bit a of pilsner. It has I mean, a little bit of a malty backbone to it. I'm getting across the top yeah. and sides of my mouth by my teeth, and I think that yeah, you get the spice like right here. You yeah, get the but that, nice that spice, spicy is, like bitterness. The, is like the big flavor in this beer. I mean, there's a little maltiness up front, but that spice on the end is what is. Prelevant, uh, prelevant. <laughs> it was dominant in this beer. I mean, uh, wow, quite a mix of scores for this one. I, I, oh, mine, are, mine are actually, I've got a bunch that are really tight and then two that are pretty far off. Mine, mine are like way. See, the thing is, is that it, the, the, we've only really tasted two of well, three. Three out of the six are really like Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. And one, you know, of, them, we, one of them nobody seemed to really go crazy about, so. All right. Well, uh, well I, I actually, I, I still got to finish my score. So, if, if all right, Kevin, what would you, uh, had you, uh, let's, let's before we do the scores, let's well, go through yeah, let's, let's, and uh, guess the. Uh, want to play a guessing game? Yeah. Uh, sample seven. I'm gonna go with American Victory right. Fest beer. Sample number eight, or number two, this this uh, flight. I'm gonna say, stick with the eight. I'm gonna say that's German, and that is Einger. Sample number nine, that's Otter Creek. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Sample 10, obviously, is Erdinger. Mm. Now 11, I'm gonna go with Hofbräu. And 12, I'm gonna say Weinstefaner because Weinstefaner to me means royalty and that tastes like a royal beer to me. Like that's. Well, I, I went a little bit different from you. Uh, first one, Victory. Second one I had the, as the Weinstefaner. Okay. Um, because I think it was just a good session beer. It's just like it seemed like a real well-rounded well, well beer. 
You know, it seemed like something that's been made for a fairly long time. I think any more of um, I think any more of twelve before we carry on. But. <laughs> number number nine or, or the third one I had is uh, Otter Creek. Uh, or ten was Erdinger. Uh, Eleven Hofbrau, and the fi the final one was the uh, Einger. Um, my first sample, sample seven, which was uh, I had the Erdinger. Eighth, I had is Victory. Ninth and tenth, I think I had the same as both of you guys. Actually, no. Wait, I take that back. It's not your dinger. Your dinger was A the F. <laughs> A Yinger was the first one that I had. A Yinger, my bad. Uh, A Yinger was the first. Victory was the second. Third was the Otter Creek. Erdinger, with an E, not an A, was the tenth or the uh, fourth. 11th, I had Hofbrau, and then the last but not least is the one I can't pronounce, and I'm not going to make a fool of myself. Weinstefana? Weinstefana. You did it just fine. <laughs> you might like, as well be German. It sounds like Gwen Stefani, like Weinstefana. Right. Except right? I imagine this tastes better. Number one. Number one is victory. Yes. I think we. Uh, I yeah. got that one. <laughs> I, I creamed the first one. All right, number two. Number two? Ah, it's ah, twice. Okay. Bam. <laughs> I had him backwards. Number three. Woohoo. Number three was Otter okay. Creek. Oh, I love this. So you guys are going, you guys are uh, three for three so far. No, nah, I'm, I'm two for three. I'm three, I'm, I'm right on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got that one. Okay, got, Frau, right. got that one. And the last yeah. one I just is to tell you, I just want, I want to show you guys this. This is what we call a perfect score. So I got uh, four out of six. I knew, I knew yeah, the, four out of six. I yeah. kind of already knew the Vine Stefaner was a light one because Vine Stefaner doesn't make anything like a dunkel. Yeah, but number eight was very light in color. Yeah. Number eight was a joke. <laughs> No, number eight is actually one of my favorites. It was the Eiger. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't light. It wasn't light enough. See, I saved every. I saved a little bit of everything towards the end, so I can go back and revisit as I do my scores. But I already scored everything. All right, Jay. Why don't you start off with scores? Start from the lowest and uh, I, uh, work our way up. I, I think, and uh, since a couple of the beers weren't your traditional Oktoberfest beers, I actually scored pretty low. Um, I had a, a third place, or a, should I say a three-way tie for last, uh, all at 81. Uh, the first one is the... <laughs> all at 81, you couldn't make a distinction. <laughs> all at 81. They weren't, they weren't C pluses, but they were definitely B minuses. Uh, was the Victory Ale, the Otter Creek, and the uh, German er, Erdinger. And obviously two of the three are ales. Those aren't your typical Oktoberfest beers. That's why such a low score. If they were more grouped in the category in which they are, I mean, I don't know how you recruit, uh, regroup the Otter Creek, but the Erdinger is obviously some sort of vice or wheat beer. Yeah. Um, it would score decently well. It was, it was a decent, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, B, maybe possibly borderline B plus beer. But uh, next beer above that was the Hofbrau, the German, which I scored at 82. The um, next beer I scored an 85, which was the. Come on. I can't. Wein Hefesteiner. Wein Hefesteiner. And then the best Wein Hefesteiner, I'm glad I could pronounce it now. And the last but not least beer was I scored an 88, um, was the A Yinger. All right, cool. All right, Kevin. All right. Well, start at the lowest and work our way up. Well, sample seven, 
which I, we came to find out was victory. <laughs> That's an 82. I did not, and really did not enjoy this one at all. But I mean, yeah, you gave it an 82? <laughs> I gave it enough, I gave it enough where I would, I would drink it again, you know, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I say the other ones. Um, for Oktoberfest, it was, it was decent, but 82 is a decent score, and that's all it's gonna be is a decent beer. Next is sample 11, the Hofbräu. Uh, quite a disappointment. Um, I mean, it's paler, and I was expecting it to be paler, but it didn't give me much of anything. I gave it an 84. It wasn't toasty. <laughs> I, want to be to I want things to be toasty. All right, then we jump up to 89 points, and that's the Vine Stefana. <laughs> I thought it was just so crisp and so dry. I recognized it right off the bat. I'm like, that is Vine Stefana. Like, I knew it. Well, it looks like you know your oddball uh, Oktoberfest beer. All I do is drink oddball beers. You think I drink anything normal anymore? <laughs> if it's something that's Actually, they don't even thing, call it an Oktoberfest. They yeah, call it just a fast, call it a fast, fast beer. beer. So, uh... What's that, sample 12? Yeah, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely one of my favorites of the bunch. If it's got to be lighter, it's, I'd prefer Vine Stefano. They do such a good job at lighter lagers. All right, now we get into we get into a trifecta. Were you in a trifecta of crap? I have a trifecta of beauty. <laughs> All ninety points. Air, Whoa! Air dinner. Air dinger. I know it's not a it's not Oktoberfest, but it still is a fest beer. That chocolate and that banana just had me from the get up. You know, right from the get go. The carbonation was pretty high for a uh, thing, and the alcohol content was nice, but it was very well covered up. Sample number nine, the Outer Creek. Great head retention. I just loved, I just was you know, staring at it. It was still holding head up until five minutes ago and I finished it. Again, we had that chocolate, creamy mouthfeel. There was this apricot, yeasty fruit going on and a hoppy bitter finish. It just, maybe it's not a standard Oktoberfest, but we're talking about oddball Oktoberfest. That was like the, <laughs> that, that hit every sense. You know, like all, all my senses, we're happy. And the last one is obviously the Einger. That's a 90 point. I know it's outside of uh, Munich, but man, that's a good beer. Sweet, grainy, malty, noble hops, beautiful, beautiful lighter, amber color, more of a gold, and just that sweet to spicy finish. I love that. Nice. All right, cool. Thanks, Kevin. You're very welcome, yeah? All right, for me, my scores are pretty radical here. Uh, my least favorite, Hofbrau, gave it a 70. I did not like this beer. I thought it was too thin. It was very little aroma, no flavor. I mean, it really just tasted like an adjunct lager, and it's not my cup of tea. Um, next up, Victory. And quite frankly, I had higher hopes for the Victory Fest beer. I, I love Victory beers. Um, one of my favorite breweries, uh, but this just fell way flat. Um, slightly grainy, thin, watery. I mean, it was just slight on everything. Um, as Kevin said, a slightly balanced beer. Um, I gave us. I gave it a 77. Uh, next up, the uh, Airdinger, the half banana clove chocolate bizarre kind of octoberish mess um i it just didn't wasn't working for me 
Um, take out some of those darker grains that they use for the Oktoberfest, and you get a pretty good Hefeweizen. I mean, they don't make a bad Hefeweizen, but, you know, they introduce some of these darker grains and, you know, the Vienna malt, and it's just probably not working. Uh, I, I gave an 83. Next up after that was uh, Otter Creek. I enjoyed this beer. Um, kind of middle of the road, good aroma, uh, fruity, not really kind of an Oktoberfest. Uh, same with the Erdinger. Yeah, I gave it an 85. Then the uh, Weinhestefaner, I gave an 87. Very pills-like, very dry, a little malty, but once again, a, a very good tasting beer. Um, and then my favorite of this group was the uh, Einger, which uh, I gave an 89. I think this was a, this is like a typical session beer. I mean, this is a beer you can just drink and drink and drink and drink and when you're done drinking, drink some more. I mean, <laughs> this is this is the kind of beer that you're not going to end up fat on your face after drinking 10 of them, you know. So, that's it. I think that about rum, rum, uh, rums it up. Actually, I don't know what five, <laughs> five, 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 I, I think for for me, uh, my favorites were um, the uh, Erringer, the Hacker um, Shore, and the Flying Dog. And then close seconds on those were the Sam Adams and uh, Vine Stefaner. I would say I would say Sammy, Hacker Shore, and then I've got a. I've got a real tie here <laughs> for everybody else, you know. <laughs> Iger, Otter, Erdinger, and then Vine Stefaner at number four. I mean... Yeah, yeah I do, I do love all beer. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just really hard for me to decide. It's not prejudice. As long as it's, it's not prejudice. As long as it's not made a gigantic vat in St. Louis, I think I'm okay. There or Golden, go. Colorado, for yeah. that matter. Actually, it's Newark, but that's okay. Where they claim it's brewed. <laughs> for, if it's frost brewed, I don't want to well, try it. How do you boil something to frosty? <laughs> Well, I, I'm gonna agree with Kevin. I'm, I'm not. I don't have a. I don't really have a. Uh, I don't discriminate when it comes to beers. But I mean, the, I just looking at my scores. I mean, I really thought the uh, the first uh, last three beers that we had, the Hackershaw, the Sam Adams, and the Flying Dog, based on what I've scored, yeah. were the best. But actually, I thought the Ayinger um, out of this round really yeah. stood out. Yeah, that was um, probably the best one. I mm -hmm. think it was. I think it was just the best to show. And if I was gonna have to, you know, someone pointed a gun at my head, I thought I would think it would be a toss-up between the Aeinger and the Hackershaw, you know, yeah. just with those two beers that they went head to head since they were my two uh, beers from that from those two different uh, from the two different uh, tastings we had. Um, and I, I think I would have to give a nod to the Aeinger. I think it just had an overall, like you were saying, it's it's something that's drinkable. You can drink, you know, six, seven, eight, nine of these probably in a yeah. night. Yeah, unlike the like the flying dog, which has a really, it's it's a lot heavier. Mm -hmm. Where it's it's probably actually the lowest ABV of all of them that we had. Mm -hmm. um, but it just has a lot heavier feel to it. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably why I liked it better than the rest of them. But uh, wow, I have to say I was surprised. My highest rated beer was actually Samuel Adams. <laughs> Believe it or not, 
And no, I'm not trying to kiss your ass or anything, so don't You're not getting any extra bottles of Utopias then, Kevin. <laughs> I told you, I wanted 50 cases, 50 cases tomorrow. All right, guys, I think this, uh, this about wraps it up. Hmm. Jay from Sam Adams, oh, I, just, uh, I appreciate you coming and joining us. Before, and I, before, you, before I part, I just want to thank the invitation uh, that was you and Kevin gave to me, and I really looked forward to this, and I'm, I'm glad that I could impart certain wisdoms, you know, being a beer representative and give you hopefully uh, just some insight on the industry. And uh, you guys definitely gave me insight on uh, what it is to drink a lot of beer. So I thank yeah. you guys again. <laughs> We like to wait, drink wait, wait, beer. Wait, wait. It's a retail level. He's a consumer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? We, got, we got the three-tier system here. We're missing someone from, uh, you know, from a Kohler or high grade or one or something like that. Then you have the, you have the four-tier system. There you go. Then we can have a real debate. Soon, soon enough. Soon enough. We'll get them all in. Jay, I appreciate you, you stepping into this. I know it was... Uh, you know, going to a blind tasting with the beer that you represent was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of a daunting thing, but uh, it, it held up. So, uh, you yeah. know, kudos to Sam Adams, and, and thank you for uh, yeah, we, being I, part of this. We brew one hell of a beer, and just to extend an invitation to both of you, I, we're uh, opening up our brewery in Pennsylvania now to tour, so uh, just let me, get, let me know when you guys want to come, and uh, really? you guys can certainly <laughs> follow me in on a... On a tour down to our new Lehigh Brewery. So, All right. Uh, just, wow. Just let me know that's the not date. too far away. No, Lehigh. Yeah, that's, it's, that's, def uh, it's definitely an hour away. And then guess what? They got some great local bars in the area. Nice. So. Sweet. And I have a hotel expense account. So. Nice. Oh. <laughs> All right. Kevin, you put together quite a list of beer here. Twelve. I, you know, a dozen. This, we'll call it the Dirty Dozen. That was that was tough. <laughs> I appreciate it. You, hey, Kevin from the liquor. I mean, if you guys are in Booton, New Jersey, I mean, coming to Liquor Outlet's definitely worth the trip. I mean, you guys probably have what eight, nine hundred beers here now. I don't even know. We get, it's getting beyond that. You know, you, you're, getting, you're getting, you're uh, getting. I wouldn't say excessive. I don't think there's any such definition in beer, but uh, no, it's you not. know, you, you're top notch for sure. I mean, in New Jersey, you guys, you guys are the best. I appreciate uh, you know putting together this list and uh, we gotta, hosting us here tonight. We got, we got to thank Aaron again for uh, uh, for going above and beyond and separating, the separating, the, <laughs> separating the beers and putting them in order. Really, we were. If you look at the if you look at the first sheet, we were all three of us. I don't think any of us got one right on that we first didn't. sheet. We did. None of us got one right. So, so thanks, thanks again to everybody involved in this one. Well, this is Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator of Simply Beer, saying thank you, good night, Mayor Pint. Always be. Full. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. But you're so high. Don't you tell my old lady now. Well, I ain't here, but you're so high. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine.